know, maybe they'll even be someone in there and say hi. Yeah. And to answer your question about what you said, you said something like, okay, we've talked about my stomach problems and stuff. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Does anybody have any other problems, stomach problems? Kidney stones? We're, we're all ready for kidney stones here or something like that. We're welcoming our live stream, and they changed the Ustream again, so I'm hoping our live stream is here. And, you know, the guy with kidney stones saying stream <laughs> this frequently is it's kind of funny. But I'm, you know, I, I, it, it would have, it would have been funnier if I hadn't commented on the fact that it was so, so funny. But it was so funny. Now apparently I jinxed this and in Pofwa, what the hell is this? The POV point of Fig Vuli. Um In episode twenty six <laughs> of our humble little show, apparently I brought the wrath of the kidney stone gods. Why? Because I said, does anyone have a kidney stone they want to talk about? And a mm. moments later, bam, kidney stones. I wasn't yep. going to do the Peter Griffin herpes. I line. actually broke into the podcast. Really? I put the screech noise in and everything and said, Brian, you know better than to upset the Puffa gods. What were you now, thinking? Because you did the same thing I with did, Gout. Well, I did do the same thing with Gout. Well, at the time, I didn't really get what Gout was, and I just thought it was an old man it's thing. It's one of those things that no one thinks anyone actually gets. You ne- exactly. You never think, oh, no one gets Gout. Only, like, s- sailors get Gout or something. Sailors? Oh, that's scurvy. That's scurvy. Scurvy. <laughs> We're on, we've been going for 53 seconds and you were on scurvy. <laughs> that, that's it. You know what? This happens. They had no fresh scurvy citrus. Fit. They they got scurvy. This happens every freaking time Bob isn't here. Oh, Bob. Oh, Bob. Now, one thing Danielle did. Oh, Bob. Yes. Can anyone hear us? That would be helpful. Well, aren't we always delayed? <laughs> there may be a delay. Um, oh, oh no, Ray! Ray, you and I have to have a little chat in a minute, too, about this autopilot she's right. Thing. It's old, rich people <laughs> who eat, like, duck liver all the time that get gout. I, I very infrequently eat duck liver. You've never eaten duck liver. That you know, woman. Ooh. I'm just saying. Ooh. I'm just... Ooh. Ooh. I'm just, He's sneaking out on Danielle and, and eating, eating duck liver. I think you need to serve him some for dinner one night. Just I don't even know where I'd buy it. I don't even Ugh. know where Sue just went somewhere. Did you, did you picture Sue going down a chasm? A little bit. Sue just kind of yeah. Did yeah. I? Why did I throw some hot up so I could put a coat on? Because it's okay, well, cold. You put that coat on, Sue. It's very cold here. Now, one of the things is uh, Danielle has. Oh, we have a commercial apparently. Oh, why do we have commercials? How do you know I got How do I know you can got, hear it? I, I'm just... Well, you, you sounded like you were moving away from the microphone. Now, I have to just say... But I shouldn't have been because I have headphones on that don't move away from my mouth. So uh, that, Okay. Unless it's like not plugged well, in, move right? Move away from your computer while Simon... Well, let's test ours. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is this the one that's working? I, 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 well, I still hear you, so I, I would say yes. Okay. okay. That's not good. Not sure what to say on that one. Now... Oh, Sam, Sammy is is attacking poor Danielle. It's very sad. Aw, poor Danielle. Well, now, the first thing Danielle did when she found out Bob wasn't going to be here tonight. Now, she was here when Bob said that Bob wasn't going to be here tonight. And right now, Bob is jogging somewhere listening to this podcast. I have no he's, idea. He's cringing. He's cringing. And what Danielle said was, I think I should do... No, I said, I yes. think one of us should play Bob and do the intro. And then you began playing Bob doing the intro. <laughs> yeah. Which means you volunteered oh, okay. to, to be Bob and, and to do the intro. So before I start yelling at Ray for autopilot and we discuss Don French and the 50 new but, TV shows I have to tape. But what we were supposed to do is we were supposed to listen to old intros that yeah. Bob does uh, and, and write it down. 
right. My wife is Hermione <laughs> Granger over here. She wanted to do prep work to, to be Bob. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when you're Bob, you have to be spontaneous. I mean, the, the man <laughs> seldomly wears pants. Aww. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, he does. Seldom, seldom, seldomly wears pants. Um, so what we're going to do is Danielle's going to do the intro. Also tonight, we, we are expecting a guest appearance by Bob. Possibly. Well, was it a guest appearance? Possibly. If, I don't know if anyone's ever seen um, the the American President, great chick flick movie. If you haven't seen it, um, Aaron Sorkin wrote it, and Michael J. Fox is in it. And he makes a joke in there about any woman I have a date with knows the plans are soft until thirty minutes prior when I send the go ahead that this is going to go. Like very, you know, that's what Bob <laughs> basically said. That's romance. John, Jen basically said, you know, if you have time tonight, can you call me up? I'd love to say hi. And Bob said, you may expect me at some point, but I don't promise to be there. And he actually said <laughs> it was very weird. All right. So before we get started, Danielle is going to well first pass me my phone because Jen may, this may could be bad. Jen may have to call me when she when she wants to come on. So I'll just keep that ready. And um, Danielle is going to get us started tonight. So um, wife. <laughs> Robert is from Spellcast. I called my mom and I said I can't get the tractors turn off. <laughs> I've just finished taking a test on what's your seduction style. I have got to take that test. So we called the tractor guy. We said, okay, what do we do? He said, you have to crash it. My superpower is cuddles. That's that's awesome. <laughs> The Midas touch. Are you the Midas touch too? I am. I have the Midas touch. (laughs) (laughs) I came so close to calling a hooker. Mm -hmm. I found a really large dead rat. I should have thrown him in the field, but I didn't want the dog to get to him. The fact that she's a real freak in the sheets and wants my youth bedroom (laughs) set. You know what? I am donating it to Goodwill because I feel dirty. But unfortunately, then the maggots come. And I'll catch y'all later. And you continue to have a very sexy voice. Talk to you later. Nice to meet you. Bye. Ryan, you're totally embarrassing me. You said he had a very sexy voice. I did. Did you not think he heard you? (laughs) It was one of those things in passing. But he was standing right there. I gotta go. He's still here. (laughs) (laughs) That's not awkward at all, huh? And welcome back to Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not morning podcast in the part of you, part of you, that's not right, no. in the part no, of you, we have to start, over. Have to start the whole damn thing <laughs> over now, it's for the name of the show, I'm the intro. <laughs> Bob does this every week. <laughs> It'll start again. <laughs> All right. And welcome back to Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not morning podcast that we record at 8.40 p.m. Eastern Time. This is in the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts, <laughs> and I am one of your not-so-brilliant hosts, Danielle. I'm Ryan. Hi. I'm Sue. <laughs> All right, now that we're unfortunately done because there's no one the, the, the moment. See, see, Sorry, you know, Bob. Good job, Danielle. Well done. I give Bob props for doing that every week. Can I just say this? We've been going for five minutes and 40 seconds. And, mm. and, and we got the and intro got, done. And we got the intro Woo-hoo! done. We're, we're cruising. I tried. I tried to do He's it. He's going to be so jealous. my best Bob voice, but I just couldn't do it. Yes, and, and, and Ray's very excited. Okay, now, Ray, here's the deal. Ray turned me on to that podcast we were talking about in the last episode, Autopilot. So I've been listening to or autopilots. I remember the exclamation point. I don't remember if it's plural or not. And it's these two guys who Bob knows very well. If you got the sense, Bob Bob had some man crushes on these guys, and they it's review no s. I'm sorry, no s, no s, just autopilot. autopilot. And they review 
you know, podcasts, you know, you know, podcasts. They don't review podcasts. They review pilot episodes. On a podcast. Thank you. Other half of my mind. So I've been listening to some of the ones that I knew. And I listened to um, their Quantum Leap podcast. And I listened to, uh, what did they do? Battlestar Galactica. And they did Star Trek. And they did Doctor Who stuff. I know. Newsroom, too. Newsroom. And they did B5. well, Well, Sue, here's the deal. They get to B5, Okay. And they do The mm-hmm. Gathering, which is the, the pilot movie of B5. Now, I know that something was wrong because a few minutes in, one of them said that he's seen a ton of this show. And the other one said he's a complete newbie. I'm like, how interesting. Hmm. Now, the one who has seen a ton of this show began to refer to the lead character as Captain Sinclair. Oh, no. He is Commander Sinclair. Then he referred the one who has seen a lot of the show to Andreas Katsoulis' character of Jakar, which if you've listened to the Popo Exchange but don't really know who Jakar is, he's the one who keeps screaming, Lieutenant Commander Takashima, every five minutes. That's Jakar. Yes. He did not know Jakar's name. He referred to him as that swell alien dude or something to that effect. And then, <laughs> then... He didn't even know he was a Narn? He didn't know he was a Narn. Then they're going. If he had said that Narn guy, like that could have been. No, didn't know he was a Narn. And then as he's going through it, they're going through the list of the character of, of the of the actors on IMDb and how many episodes they're in. And he's saying, Doctor Stephen Franklin, he was in most of the episodes. He did a really good job in the Gathering. You know, I like the fact that the Doctor didn't have to be American. I'm like, he wasn't Doctor Stephen Franklin. That was the other black guy. Like you don't even know who the Doctor. So I, I began to realize. And they even said, we don't know a lot about that in which we, of which we speak. So I suddenly realized mm-hmm. what it was like for Viridian's groupies when we did Nightmare Futures Past on Horrific Weekly and we made jokes about things <laughs> which they knew very much of. But all I can picture is, oh God, I really, I, I've started taping Quantum Leap as a result of this podcast. And I'm like, I wonder if they got that wrong too, because I don't know. I thought you were taping Quantum that Leap anyway. is awesome. I went back, well, here's the deal. I have I a really setup. I don't like that other dude in it though. You don't like Dean Stockwell? What is no, your hatred of like Dean, Dean Stockwell? Stockwell. He is He's- so good in Battlestar Galactica. He's Ugh. funny. He's charismatic. No. 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 You just think he looks like a foot. He looks you? like a foot. Okay. If you a- put him and Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> together, my God, they would have the biggest foot-looking child ever. That's the first Family Guy reference we've ever made on any Puffalo Family podcast. Now, okay, so Danielle has a thing with Quantum Leap. Now, I, but I like Scott Bakula. One of the things I do want to talk about tonight with Sue, and and the thing which I love about Sue is Sue's like four years older than me, so Sue will remember some of these things more than I will, is it's um, pilot season. Pilots were announced. They canceled, like, everything that's ever been on television, and they're announcing all new stuff Mm -hmm. for next season. And what usually happens is you get all excited, all excited, all excited. They show one episode, and they cancel the damn thing. But we have nothing else to do. So one thing I have the ability to do, because I'm a geek man, and I have a really cool setup with my computer and everything, is that I record everything as it airs and I stockpile it for a rainy day. It's literally like I spend all my Saturdays doing this because it takes so much time. I never have actually have time to watch anything because I'm spending all my time taping other stuff to watch at the future date. So one thing I do in pilot season is I try and figure out what the hell do I want to watch next season and, and you know, what makes the cut. And then as shows get canceled, right. I eliminate them. Now, the problem I'm having is I've watched many of the uh, pre- previews, the trailers for the fall 2013 season, and I pretty much seem to be liking about 75% of everything I'm seeing. 
which is bad mm-hmm. because I'm never going to have a life. Is Bob here? Do we have Bob? I don't know. I don't think Bob is here. I don't. I, I just. I think Bob is present somewhere, but he's not on the line. Okay, I thought Bob was. I just saw him. him. But Bob. Bob! Bob can't join the call. All okay. right. We don't have Bob. Nope, not really. At least I can't join the call. All right. So if you if you are hoping for Bob, you, 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 will, you will have to settle for Danielle. So <laughs> so one of the things I did was I wow. have been... Wow. <laughs> I've been looking at all these trailers. I'm sorry. A friend of mine just turned 35 years old in real time on the podcast, and I've, been, I've just been sent a picture of him celebrating and so, Oh, my God. Oh, my... Whoa, that's Whoa. awesome. I'm sharing this with the community. This is this is how Bob would celebrate 35. <laughs> oh, um, Bob, you're in for some disappointment. Your you're not you're not going to look for it. Well, I love him very much cuz he also he was a groomsman in my wedding. He has a glass he's the one with the glass eye. So he the glass eye. He okay. takes the best pictures because he he always finds the camera. I guess. like I can't do that, but he can always find the camera. So I love that. So anyway, so I've watched all of the the trailers. So we're gonna go through a few of them tonight, and you guys are gonna try and help me figure out what the hell I'm watching next season. And okay, I have a vote. Okay, now you've seen several of them. What what is your vote starting off? What did you enjoy? Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy yeah, that Hollow. Looks good. This is what's really, really cool about the season. I, th- I think Agents of Shield, which I actually um, April's talking about Agents of Shield, and I know absolutely nothing about that. So if you can type in the chat what the hell it's about, we can comment on it. Um, the thing which I love about this season is, and this is kind of weird when you like look back at TV and the trends in TV. Like there was a few seasons where every comedy they put in the air died. Like it, like like the right. ratings were terrible, so they said no more comedies. We're doing dramas, and we're doing anything with Regis Philbin in it. Because remember that, like there was like a four year period where it was just Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was uh, on all the time. Yeah, and then Survivor, and then they realized, oh crap, we can do a stupid game show, and it will cost us fifty three dollars to make. Yeah. So why are we going to give you four million dollars to make a whatever episode of something that Earth Two or whatever? And then the problem was when there was fewer stations, you didn't get you, everything had to appeal to everybody, so you had difficulty, you know, targeting an audience and so forth. So now we're kind of at this point where comedies have come back, but now the big issue is: do you want to have a multi-camera comedy or a single-camera comedy? Which apparently is a bigger deal than I thought it was after I looked it up and found out what the hell it was. Um, this is like Jeremy Clarkson talking about oversteer and understeer. It is. Like, okay, mm-hmm. here you go. Multi-camera comedy, I Love Lucy, Seinfeld, Cheers. It's it's a play, and there's a bunch of guys running around with cameras, and they film it from multiple angles, and then the guy in the, you know, later on... Edits it together. Edits it together, but you have a live audience usually watching it, and the actors get energy from that. Whereas a single camera comedy is something like uh, Modern Hope. Family, Raising Hope, which is more interesting because there's no audience. There's no audience, but as funny as it sounds, there's no cue as to when to laugh. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, sometimes I actually find myself sometimes laughing harder at shows without right. the audience, though. But for it's inter- it's Big Bang Theory is would that work as well? in a Raising Hope-like format. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would, because I think part of the thing about Big Bang Theory that's so great is that you get to laugh with the audience at Sheldon. So right. th- that's part of the thing. Right. And by the way, Big Bang Theory ended tonight. I haven't seen it on purpose because I didn't want to spoil you guys because the West Coast hasn't seen it yet. What were you saying? Let's talk oh, that about was really Last good. week's is good. Wasn't that funny? 
<laughs> it was great. Mm. And what was really I just got why Sue wants to talk uh, about yeah, it. Because it was D&D. It was D&D, Bob. It was D&D. So the, the best thing was, and, and I'm going to stand up here and get this, is that my brother was going into Portland and I said, are there any gaming places in Portland? I need D&D dice. And he's like, well, yeah, there's a place downtown. And I said, well, don't go if it's out of your way. But if it's, you know, close by where you're going, can you pick me up dice? And I'd like yellow ones, please. And thank you. Are you, are you, are you <laughs> talking a D20 right you now? Have a D20? I'm sorry. I, <coughs> I'm choking on pepper oh, from the salad I'm eating. Um, so he brought me dice. And I have, uh, looks like seven, a set of seven pretty yellow dice. In all different sizes. Okay, so you have a D20. You have a D20. I have a D20, okay. yes. And the first D20 that I rolled was a critical miss. That Aww, means I got one. No. It was very sad. Well, that one was a three, well, but it fell on the bed. So, I'd, hey, there's a 20. Critical hit. I win. It took me a second because when Penny was rolling, she had to get like over a 15 or whatever. And she's like, 16. I'm like, what dice does she She has a D20. And like, we it took me a like, second. She has a D20. Thank I'm God. Like, oh, my God. We're talking like Bob. Thank God Bob was here. I'd have no idea what it was about. Um, right. Last week's episode was probably one of my favorite Big Bangs. It was this the done. funniest. It was very good. Funniest thing. Like, Howard, and I love that the, Howard is Dungeon the DM, Master. And if you're listening to this five years later, it was the yes. one where Howard is Dungeon Master and um, Amy Farrah Fowler did all the voices. Is upset at the end, and and they talk about intimacy. However, I, I think now the bar has been set very high for Bob. But oh, Bob! Yes, because now and, he's going to have to do like those weird. What was the voice? Can the, I just say this? With the ogre, English I have no. I have no. I don't know any other way to put this. Bob is fucked. Like, yeah. I don't know how he's going to pull th- this off now, now that Howard Wallowitz has shown him well, the way. Well, he can just, everything that comes our way can be like, and then a sexy Dementor came by. Because, you know, he's the one with the sexy voice. That's what Bob is. Jen's going to be down here a love there potion. You, you, know I mean? you know what I mean? All the well, things attacking us are going to have to be like, sexy. I guess I can't read all of this, but... um. So my brother brings me the dice and he says to me, did you happen to watch Big Bang Theory this week? And I said, no. And he said, it's all about D&D. And I said, really? And he, and he leads over and he goes, and not to spoil it, but they roll for intimacy. And I'm like, oh, I have to see this. So at that point, I tell Calvin about the D&D things that I've been watching that I'm hooked on for with Will Wheaton. And I... open up the computer to show Calvin this and I get a message from Wolfie that says, have you seen the latest big bang theory? (laughs) And I said, no, but uh, I've heard about it. So later after I saw it, I sent him a message and his response back was 14, 14, please roll a 14. Uh So we we had a good time with it. Joe and I playing with it after we had seen but it. Now, do you funny. watch that show regularly or did you just happen to catch? No. Yeah. That's why it was just so funny. I don't because it's on podcast night yeah. and, and I, you know, I would like to watch it, but I don't watch TV and mom has the TV yeah. most nights and it's not something that she really likes. So unless I'm at my brother's, I don't get to see well, it. Well, it's funny cause I've, but he has on demand. I've talked to a couple people Sorry. cause it's like one of my favorite shows and, I, I guess people are in two camps. They either love it or they can't stand it. And I'm thinking the people that can't stand it 
I'm not trying to be mean, but I think they're the ones that just don't get why it's funny. Because either they're just not geeks, they yeah. don't get all the things that the guys are into, or they just... I don't know. I think it it's a smart show, and I think you have to appreciate the comedy that they use, but... I don't know. To me, it's like one of the funniest shows. That, like, well, I was even thinking earlier tonight, right Danielle and I watched Two Broke Girls on CBS, which is on Mondays mm-hmm. at like nine or whatever. And the thing about that show is it tries to be as raunchy as possible. And every joke is like a raunchy joke. It's like on Mike and Molly, every joke is a, is a fat joke. On this show, every joke is a raunchy joke. And there was even like an episode tonight that we were, it was the season finale we were watching where the characters entered a very hot room and one of the characters is like oh it's so stuffy and human in here i know how balls feel now it's like <laughs> i cannot picture them making that joke on big bang no, theory because like no. they're just going for the cheap and it's honestly just, it's funny it's a very good show and i like honestly, the show but. half half the science references go completely over my head but i can really appreciate mm-hmm. like when they start geeking out about star trek or lord of the rings or any of the stuff or like firefly or or firefly or, like, or yeah. b5 when they make b5 oh, yeah. jokes it's like it's just so funny but I could see, like, if you weren't into those things to begin with, how it might not be funny, but... I'm just so proud, because Danielle, yeah, Danielle was the one that turned me on to Harry Potter. I turned her, her on to Star Trek. When she used to work nights, she would stay up, and she would watch, like, two hours of Star Trek every morning. She watched, like, 200 hours of The Next Generation, then she went through Deep Space Nine, then she went through Voyager, then she went through Enterprise, and she made it, like, halfway through the original series, and we still have to finish that. Watched all the movies, some of the animated stuff. She's watched everything. And the other day, she's driving me to pick up my car yesterday. I got my car for an oil change. And she's driving, and she's listening to someone on the air is talking about Star Trek Into the Darkness, and she's like, it's Into Darkness! There's no the! I'm like, I am so <laughs> effing proud of you. Well, if you're gonna say I have a date to see that tomorrow. Right. I'm so excited! No, I'm very excited. Now, I have to make it through... This is gonna be a tough weekend for me. I gotta make it through to Sunday. I'm seeing with my very good friend with the glass eye, who just turned 35, I'm seeing um, with him and his wife and Danielle, we're seeing it in, in Rhode Island on Sunday. But the problem I'm having right now, do we all remember what happened with Doctor Who last season in May? Mm-hmm. There was an incident. Well, what happened is... The there was se- a disturbance There was in a the disturbance force. in the force named Lady G. It was an accident, but a complete <laughs> screw up. Words were said. We laugh. Oh, words were said. We laugh. We laugh. We laugh. I love Lady G. Now, the problem we have now is that the season is ending in uh, two days. The season ends on Thursday. Season seven will end. And they'll be back for a Christmas special in... Uh, you know, around Christmas time. So my God, seven months away, the Christmas special will air and that's going to be this huge thing in the, in the series because they're going to bring back past doctors and so forth, I believe. And it's, or whatever, it's going to be the big anniversary thing. It's supposed to be awesome. But apparently this episode that's on Friday or Saturday will change the series as we know it on its head one of the questions has been lingering for 50 years. Will All will be revealed. All will be revealed. And the problem I'm having is some moron mailed out to a large group of people their Blu-ray box sets that they pre-ordered of the season, which wasn't supposed to ship until like two weeks after the episode aired, three days ago. Mm. So there's a bunch of people out there who have the last episode who have watched it. 
Some of them, like someone took over the wiki page for Doctor Who and plastered it, like picture Snape kills Dumbledore. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I don't know what it is. All I know is the name of the episode. I have not been spoiled, but I'm afraid to leave my house. Mm-hmm. So that's so. Yeah, well, I would avoid Lady Chi. So well, I was just gonna say all social media until then. Yes, I just will not take avoid a Facebook Lady hiatus. I yeah. love Lady Chi. It was it was a screw up because of. Columbus I have to Day. say, in terms of Doctor Who, this has been like the best. My favorite half of the season has been this past like string of episodes. And I want to just say this to the Doctor Who fans: Warwick Davis was in the last Warwick one. Davis. And he was awesome. Warwick Davis was great. Warwick Davis has been in the season. Filch has been in the season. Arthur Weasley yeah. um, has been in the season. And Arthur Weasley was so popular that the way they ended the episode, they had to clip. The, it was his character's last appearance, and they had to clip him a, 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 a bit for time. So you never got resolution to his character. And they had filmed um, a voiceover for it, but they weren't able to complete it. I think it was actually because of... Um, Brian Williams, I believe is his name. Brian Williams couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So they actually released it on the DVD because people were so pissed they couldn't get conclusions to the character. But the cool thing with Doctor Who is a character... With Doctor Who, it's kind of like with a lot of other things, people know a year in advance, like if someone's getting killed off or whatever. So there's not that many surprises. Uh, We knew when a character was going to premiere on the show. It was going to be in the Christmas 2012 episode. They were really going to premiere in June of 2012. And what happened was a bunch of people saw the preview of the episode, saw that they had been fooled and that this character was previewed six months in advance, and they all kept quiet. And no one leaked it. Like hundreds of people. No one went on Twitter. Wow. No one leaked it, and it was and it was a surprise. So the executive producer of the show now is all, is obviously very upset because this is his big moment, his big episode. Now it's it leaked because some idiot in a you know factory somewhere sent ship something early so he has said if you please keep the secret we will film a very special scene between two of the past doctors and we'll do this thing for the fans and we'll give it to you on sunday if you just keep the secret for us and most people seem to be keeping the secret because i haven't been fooled yet so well that's fingers crossed on that i'm just afraid to leave the house now sleepy hollow Mm. um the the cool thing is for years we were stuck with survivor and then like the, the, the survivor, you know, celebrity death, death match, and then cooking with Regis, and, and then, then like, oh, how many bugs will you eat for a million dollars? Like, mm-hmm. TV are you, sucked are for you, a long time. It's it sucked for a long time because they realized why should we script anything and pay writers and pay people? Oh wait, American Idol is still on the air. Yeah. It does still suck. And its ratings suck. Yeah. American Idol. Sorry, suck. I don't mean the to voice be is not the big mean, thing. But, but anyway, just, it's shows, gone on too long. Shows like Fringe <laughs> with J.J. Abrams, you know, struggled mightily to find an audience, but were very well written. This season, yeah. we're getting, I think, four or five shows that have J.J. Abrams. Um, He's a busy guy. Touching them, and, and I forgive him for Revolution. And one of them, I believe, is Sleepy Hollow. I believe J.J. Abrams. Yeah, I is, think he was on yeah, Sleepy Hollow. And the, so. now I don't remember who it's starring. I, I I'll pull that up here. It was starring. It was a cute guy. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't I don't know his name. Oh, but spe- was speaking of cute. Danielle, we'd like to talk about Carl Urban in a moment. Oh, so Carl he, Urban! I'm only gonna watch that show because Carl Urban's on. All right. Um, the because head- frankly, the show didn't look that interesting. <laughs> I thought it looked so, interesting. You didn't think so? Which um, which slow uh, was the, that one? Which one? Um, with which the person you just mentioned. Carl Urban, yes. K. Um, Carl Urban plays Doctor McCoy in um, in the new Star Trek. He's movies. also in Lord of the Rings. Uh, well, but what, what TV Dr. show did you say he was in? He's, he's been in be Almost it. Human. 
almost human. Okay, I didn't see show. that one. Oh wait, yeah, that did look good. Yeah. Never mind. Which one were you thinking of? I don't remember. You're thinking of Dracula. Yeah, I didn't like the look Dracula. Of Dracula. That looked terrible. Not my thing. No. Not my thing. Although you know what it is too with Dracula, I I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of um that actor. What is it? The one that was on the Tudors, Jonathan Reese Meyer. Is that his name? Something. I don't know. I saw him in Bendham like Beckham and I liked him, but then everything else I've ever seen him in, I can't stand him. I don't know. Well, I know from... Okay, I have Sleepy Hollow up here and um, who we have. We have... Uh, so they're Richard. doing 24 again. They're doing 24. It's coming... Well, it's, it's really 12. They're doing a... They're doing a um, That's not a catchy name. No, 24 is better. 12. It's really surprising me how long... Time to go watch 12. Well, Jack is 63 years old right now, depending on how many presidential administrations we pass. I am excited about 24 coming back. Tom Milson, maybe? Uh, I'm trying to find out who it is, and I'm... I'm on on IMDb. Um, Okay, stupid question. Who is... Yeah, I think that's right. What'd you say? Tom... He must, he must play Ichabod. Milson. Ichabod Mis- Crane, yes. Yes. Yeah. Misson? Mison, Something like that. Well, the thing that's screwing me up here is it's giving, I think it's like in order that they appear. So I'm like having to scroll down. Oh, look at the name beneath that. Ozzy Ojito. Ozzy Ojito. Common spelling. Oh, interesting. Ozzy Ojito. Common spelling. Um, John Cho, Christopher Cozart, Richard. It looks really interesting. So it's so you have Ichabod Crane teamed up with a I forget the act I don't know which actress here plays her because it's all out of order, but the the preview was very good. He's joking with her because well not joking um, she's African American and he's yeah, asking Nicole, if she's a slave. The first girl. It's the first person on here. Would the hair? Um, they're the in alphabetical order. That's part of the problem. But Nicole. Oh, I thought it was always to say appear. Look at me. No, it's oh, alphabetical. Okay. Well, thank God she's okay. Well, I think it's I'm Nicole. Well that's the one that he was joking with. I think so. Well, they have a very funny joke in the preview about um, how many, all the Starbucks that exist now, and is that because of you know federal law? Or <laughs> no, I mean, is that there, one looked interesting. Is there a law? That, that. Is there a law? There has to be a Starbucks and, in every corner. And he I mean, asked that, her if she's emancipated, and, and she's like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Why aren't you a slave?" And she like pulls her gun on her. Because he's, uh, he's a police officer. Yeah. So, I mean, that one, that one looks really good. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, Grimm mm-hmm. on NBC. I've only seen a couple episodes of Grimm, but I know I'm going to like it, so I'm taping it. That's filmed here. It's, but it, it is filmed there? It is filmed here, yes. In Portland. Have they ever filmed on the farm? <laughs> they haven't, but they filmed across the street from um, where I went to get my one shot in my knee. Because oh, we had dinner, we had they, lunch in the restaurant across the street, and they said we'll be closed tomorrow. They're filming Grimm here. I was going to say, Ryan. Apparently, Salem is becoming quite the place to film. You've had quite a few there are, uh, TV or movie grown sets. Ups two, grown Ups Two was filmed uh, very near my office. Um, there was something else though. Something else um, was just filmed there recently too. Well, and I- then when we remember when we drove by, there's a very infamous strip club on <laughs> Route One that near where we live, and is. we drove by it one day, and we all know the name of it is um oh my of course now I blank the cabaret the cabaret, so we're open dri- weekends till we, six. <laughs> we drive by it on our way to like Costco or whatever, and I'm like, did you just see that? I'm like, that didn't say the cabaret. That said like something else. It, it had like this huge. Like ridiculous looking sign with this woman on it. It was like totally different. Well, it turns out Adam Sandler was filming a movie there at the time. So, yeah. but they had like it was like a giant 
like egg. But yeah, it was like bacon and eggs. All or I could picture was like some poor old man to the pull in with his yeah. wife Martha because he thinks there's a new yeah, breakfast either exactly. in So that was unfortunate. I mean, Sleepy Hollow definitely looked interesting. The thing Danielle and I do is if we can't make it through 30 seconds, there ain't no preview, way we're making it through a show. We're not going to watch the damn show. We're just mm-hmm. giving up on it. So, um, yeah, and that, I mean, Sleepy Hollow, we made it all the way through. That definitely seems like a winger. Um, at the very least, I'm going to. Well, I'm going to tape it. I mean, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to watch everything in the beginning. Mm-hmm, yeah. Plus, I get nervous that the show's going to get canceled and I don't know what to do. Yeah. That's always something that yeah. just startles me a little bit. So there was that one. Now, on um, here's the problem I'm having. On Thursday night, podcasting night, mm-hmm. here's what they did. We've got the Big Bang Theory on mm, CBS at 8 o'clock. Now, um, they put Parks and Recreation up against it. But at 8.30... Oh, Big Bang will kick that show's ass. It will. But here's the thing. 8.30, 9, and 9.30, uh, there's three new sitcoms that are um, debuting on NBC. Now, the thing with NBC is it's ranking lower than the station that just talks about mud all the time. Like, the mud network is beating NBC in the ratings. Mm-hmm. So, NBC canceled everything except Revolution. God oh, knows why. Because I won't stop watching it. Why? We gave up on Glee and it was so like no, I it was g- so free. We gave up on Glee because I can't stand Leah Michelle. We actually have a lost podcast about Leah Michelle's breasts, by the way. Yeah. That I, I really need to edit. Danielle is fixated on the breasts of Leah Michelle. <laughs> no, I'm really no, not. No, you checked out Leah Michelle porn. Was that it? No. Oh, wait, 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 that. Don't spoil the podcast. How could you think that? Well, because there's no, a No, she did musical theater on Broadway for a long time before she did Glee, and there are taped performances of her. But one of the musicals she did, which is called Spring Awakening, has nudity in it, and uh-huh. she was one of them. She's the most annoying person on the face of the planet, so I won't watch it. So I just thought it was, it was but, unexpected, that's all. But, but I really want to like Revolution, and I just hope they write it better later. But, okay, three new comedies here. Um... And I'm blanking on the names of two of them. So I'm sure someone in the chat or Sue or someone will find it for me while I'm talking. Um, one of them is starring. Wait, which um, are we? Which network are we on? This is on NBC. It's the comedies. Now, this one is starring. The one, there was one with Sean Gallagher. Sean Gallagher, or as I call him, the uber gay guy from Will and Grace. Sean Gallagher oh, plays a single him. gay. He plays a single gay dad who now has custody of his uh, teenage daughter. And he's trying really hard. He's trying really hard, but he's got his mother helping him, which isn't really helpful, as some of us know. And um, we've got his his asshole boss who won't let him go home and make her chicken parm. Because apparently, from what I gather from this preview, this chicken parm will mm-hmm. save their relationship. Well, it was chicken parm night, and he wanted to go home and cook for his daughter. So he, someone says, why don't you go out the window in the bathroom? So he goes into the bathroom and the window is like 43 feet off the ground. So he tries to first he throws the chicken through the window and apparently breaks the boss's windshield. But then he tries to claw <laughs> up the wall and he falls and lands on the table and his feet go through the table. So now he's walking around with like a table stuck to his legs. Yeah. And it looked really funny, which means six episodes tops. But it looked really good. Yeah. So, so that one was good. I'm not so, finding that particular um uh, say, starts with an S. No, why don't you, you can't I found CBS. I found uh, ABC, but I can't find the other any right. of the other shows. So we're gonna look that one up right now. It's under yes. NBC. NBC. Oh, hang on. No, so here, wait. 
Um, NBC Revolution goes to Wednesday. Grim and Dracula. Oh, here we go. Parenthood. Here we go. Chicago. Sean saves the world. Is that, is that it? what it's called? Yeah, really, it. true. Oh, and the Michael J. Fox show. Yes. Now, Sean saves the world's going to be on at nine. So, if if I'm quiet on the podcast, I'm off watching Sean saves the world. Now, at eight thirty, <laughs> interesting show. I don't know any actors' names, but it stars um, Kurt Hummel's dad from Glee. Name doesn't matter. Like nice. Like oh, it's um everyone. Mike. Mike. Yeah. Mike something. Bald Mike. Mike the Baldy. Yeah. Someone. Whatever his name is. I'm horrible with names. I'm terrible with names. Mm-hmm. And I'm yelling at them for calling him Captain Sinclair. So we got Mike from 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 Glee, and we have Mary McCormick from many things that Mary McCormick has from been West in, Wing. including The West Wing, where she played uh, Kate Harper. And th- they're married. And they have a girl. They have a, they have a daughter who's like eighteen ish. And um, bald Mike decides he wants to go to um, a gym to work out, and goes there, and is basically told by this gruff. Um, guy from from the gym that he is not manly enough for this particular gym, and lo and behold, um, he returns home to find out that his um, daughter is is pregnant. And by the way, my boyfriend and her, his parents are coming over for dinner. Mm. And lo and behold, the door opens, and it is Jim Guy with his son. Oh, so, goody. They ha- then the kid proposes, and it's this whole back and forth thing. And it, it looks like it's a single camera um, comedy. It looked very funny. And at the very end of it, um, Bald Mike is sitting on his bed yelling into Mary McCormick in the bathroom, you know, I think this is going to be all right or something of that nature. And you see her in the bathroom looking at her positive pregnancy well, test. Well, from what we can assume is a Going, yeah, pregnancy. this is going to be good. So you can imagine mother and daughter are both pregnant. And so that one is called Welcome to the Family. I also give that four episodes, but it looks good. So I'm going to be watching that. Now, the one that I was really excited about is uh, the Michael J. Fox show. Oh, see, I didn't see that one. Michael J. Fox, woohoo. It's in the yeah. 930. The good thing about 930 is if we push the podcast to eight, I might be able to get back and watch it. But the thing huh. with that, in addition to leading into Parenthood, which is a good show to lead into, because it's a wonderful show, is um, it is about Michael J. Fox plays Mike Harris or something. Mike Henry. Or Henry. Something, Mike yeah. Henry, who is a famous um, newscaster. Mm-hmm. So he's, uh, I'm not sure, like he's like the Brian Williams, I guess, of this fictional world. And he had to retire because he had Parkinson's and he wasn't able to do his job. And you see scenes of him doing his like final, you know, farewell on the air and he's rolling in his chair. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever, and, and he's going off the camera. So it's about him. Basically, he's at home and he's having difficulty functioning at home. He accidentally calls nine one one, and he almost gets the guy delivering his dishwasher shot. And he eventually goes back to work. And him, like I think he's going, he's driving his family crazy at home, and he's trying to get back into work. But can he do it? And so, so it's it's basically a show about Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Can he get back into mm-hmm. acting? Well, from the guys. I think. I mean, if any of you watch Spin City. You probably remember when he left that show because it was pretty emotional. I remember watching it and he hasn't really done heavy duty acting. Mm-hmm. He was on briefly, he was on Boston Legal, but then he pretty much said he wasn't, he didn't consider himself healthy enough to act anymore mm-hmm. because yeah. he couldn't, he just can't control 
His body is well. Lush. On Michael right. on um, Boston Lincoln, he pay, he played someone oh, with cancer. He played cancer, somebody with lung cancer, not someone with Parkinson's. Yeah, so this is he played a lung. Oh my god, it was so sad. So this will be him actually playing himself. So yeah. I, I'm interested to see how that goes. Now, the one thing I couldn't tell, and this is something that happens with single family, single family, single camera um, comedies, is you can't sometimes tell what it's trying to be. Is the drama? Is the comedy? Is it the funny drama? So that's kind of up in the well, air. Well, is it a half hour show? It's a half hour show. It'll probably be funny. So um, I'm definitely watching that. Um, I just love Michael J. Fox. Sue, what, what, what some of the stuff the chat wants to get into? Um, I think uh, April. They, uh, they were talking Shield. about the voice, the shield. Uh, we've been talking kind of about things that were filmed in local area, you know, local areas around. <laughs> Yeah, the shield. I know nothing about. So, if anyone knows anything about the shield, I'd be glad to. Is that the one with Michael Chiklis? No, that ended. This is something. Yeah, the shield's over. That was on FX. So, April's thinking. uh, She wants. She's looking forward to Agents of the Shield. Once upon a time in Neverland. Uh, Um, Once upon a time is the show I've been taping that I've never watched because I'm stockpiling. I mm -hmm. stockpile stuff because I don't want to have to buy DVDs later or hope it's on Netflix. Right. Um, other shows that looked somewhat interesting, um, I believe it's Us and Them. There's a show starring yeah. Alexis Bledel. You didn't like that. It's Alexis Bledel and Jason Ritter. Yeah. I, it's not doing it for you. I kind of yeah, didn't do it for me in the preview. I looked at the previews, the ones from Fox and the ones for CBS, and those were the only ones I got to see. Okay. Because I ended up having to go. Uh, just a couple of the ones that I saw. One's called Mom. Mm-hmm. How was that? I didn't see that one. It, well, it stars... Uh, I'm going to forget how to say her name. Is Christy Janning from West Wing? CJ Craig? Uh, CJ. Oh, Allison Janning. Allison Janning. I took notes. I left them at the main house, so I don't have my notes. Good. Um, who is an alcoholic woman? And so the, this particular one starts off with the, her daughter up saying, hi, my name is whatever. I'm alcoholic. Uh, my mother taught me how to enjoy a strip search or a cavity search at a very young age or something like that. And, you know, they all say, and then she sits down and the lady behind her goes, you're really hard on your mother. And she's like, Oh God, hi mom. So her mother's in the thing too. And her mother like moves back in to, uh, you know, this woman's trying to get her life straight and her mother's moving in and, and to help. And the teenage, her teenage daughter is promiscuous and is sleeping with everybody. And the little kid, her son is like, my sister had her boyfriend over. They took a shower together. And she's like, yeah, I know. So, you know, Allison Jennings made it, made me kind of want to see it, but it wasn't something I don't watch mm. TV. Uh, the one that, that really kind of interested me is hostages, okay. which is a woman is a star. Super surgeon has to operate on the president. And the night before she operates, they, people break in and take her entire family hostage and they basically say, you will kill the president on the operating table or we will kill your family. Oh, oh. now something interesting with that particular plot. How do you make that into a TV series? Well, I, I kind of that's, wondered that, but that is that a great movie idea. I mean, that's where I wonder how, if some of these shows get into trouble is that they try and, mm. Did, have a very specific. Did the preview plot. give away anything as to how they were going to pull that off? Well, the one thing that was really interesting, and it's Dylan McDermott, I believe, mm-hmm. is the the FBI guy. Well, he's the head hostage taker. He's the head 
guy that takes the family hostage. And then they show a scene where he's FBI and a hostage comes out of a bank or whatever. And he shoots the hostage and they're like, you killed the wrong guy. And he's like, no, look. And he uncovers the mask. And um, the, the person that took this person hostage had switched places with him and switched clothes. So it looked like Mm -hmm. he was coming out as the hostage and not as the, the hostage taker. So you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy because he's just taken this woman's family hostage and said, you will kill the president, but he's supposed to be an FBI agent. So that was kind of the twist on that one. Well, the thing that's weird is like, there's never a, um, I mean, there's no rhyme or reason to what's going to make a show succeed Mm -hmm. like sometimes you look at the particular premise and you're like that's gonna go nowhere but it does like i was surprised once upon a time lasted because when i originally read it i figured that would be too smart for a net for a network tv audience but it went um you know the following is kind of crashing because it kind of went off the reservation a little bit i've never seen it but that's just you know what i hear from it and stuff um like zero hour i watched the first episode and it was so convoluted i gave up on it that was um, weird. That was weird. Um, it, I'm I'm trying to find like I'm thinking of the shows that are lasting. I almost feel like you have to be able to sum up a show in one sentence. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, there's legs to it. Like Grimm, you know, is an episodic show with you know an arc, I believe, about you know whatever we do with Grimm fairy tales. Grim, with Grimm fairy tales, yeah, it, it would help if I actually knew it. Or or um, Fringe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a, a mentally ill man, his son, and an FBI agent, you know, investigate weird mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. You know, and, and madness ensues. Like, you have to be able to sum it up in one sentence. And if you could, because do people want to watch something that's a great movie, but every week and try? Because someone said this, um, well, new audiences, the show has to nail it from the beginning and right. go so fast, so fast, so fast, so fast that you're using up all your story right away because you can't draw it out because people will get bored and turn the channel. So I'm wondering if we were even better off having a lot of like 13 episode miniseries come out because mm-hmm. you'll probably air the whole thing and, ju- and just get a good story out. But, um, Watching some of these, um, another one that was good we, we mentioned before, um, Almost Human with Carl Urban, mm. uh, takes place in 2048. He's a cop who was injured and he comes back to work and all cops are required to have, um, basically androids, yeah. um, as partners and his particular android, um, rubs him funny. <laughs> so, um, he kicks him out of the car on the highway and he gets run <laughs> over by a bus. And then you see him like talking to like the guy in like, you know, maintenance. He's like, it was the weirdest thing. Just fall out of the car. So they give him an old model who of course has emotions and it's this. It's data with the it, emotion. It, it's data with the emotion. With the emotion, chip, emotion and, and that's, and it looks interesting. It looks I'm, interesting. I'm not. It's sh- Carl Urban, you know, I'm not sure. It, it, it rubs him funny. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to go week to week. That, right. That's kind of the thing. I'm not sure what the, the story is beyond that. Um, there, there obviously has to be more than just the relationship between these two or else it's mm-hmm. going to probably go nowhere. Um, oh, another one. I have no, I'm guessing it's not going to go anywhere. It's just my feeling, but um, Robin Williams and, and the um, crazy ones. I was just going to mention that one too. Calista, who's the Calista? Sarah Michelle. Sarah Gellar. Michelle. Gellar. Well, who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of. Um, you were thinking Calista Flocker. I was. And you that's were saying Calista. It was. Yeah. was. Um, Sue, talk about that one. Well, he's a their father and daughter that work at an ad agency, 
and their biggest client is McDonald's. And, you know, he's Robin. He's just going to be going off the whole time. Oh, yeah. And they apparently they walk into a meeting and basically they're told they're going to be fired. And he talks them into giving him 48 hours to come up with this wonderful ad campaign for McDonald's. And she's trying to kind of rein him in and he's going all out. And apparently the ad that they come up with is fairly sexual. Yes. And, you know, she's basically shoot me now and he's having way too much fun with it. I got a kick out of, I'm going to assume it was the producer, somebody that is the producing end of the story said, you know, it's Robin Williams. We sort of point him in a direction and then we just sit back and wait to see what happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That one might be fun just because he can be really fun. It depends on how much they, they kind of stifle him. Yeah. I don't think you can really give him a script. No, the follow it. Well, I really think it's his first TV series since Mork and Mindy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which ended in 1982 ish something. I mean, even in an interview, the guy can't sit still. I mean, he's no, no full energy. I, the, I love the first time I ever saw Inside the Actor's Studio, which is a show that I like a lot. Oh, I love that show. He was never on enough. on there. I know it's never on anymore. He literally sent they sent a woman off there. They took a woman out of the audience in an ambulance because she laughed so hard. She gave herself a hernia or something. Are you serious? During that episode, yeah, they had to haul her wow. out and take her to the wow. hospital. And he went yeah, for that, over four hours. They don't show it. They wow. only show two hours of yeah, it. Yeah, they only show you like a little bit of it. Yeah, but he's like, and they. I wish they showed more of those. I know. Well, the, well, the thing I'm doing too now is as I'm recording all of these new shows as they air because I I want to have them in case they turn out to be collector's items, apparently. I'm not sure what my end goal here is. I'm also, because Ray's talking about, in the chat, um, watching Mork and Mindy on Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. You, know how you, have five, you know how you have 500 channels? There actually is stuff on some of them you may be interested in watching. Yeah. Because the secret of TV is that some of these shows lose money because they cost, you know, a million dollars to make, and maybe they bring in $700,000 in you know, revenue for a, a network or for the studio or what, whatnot. And they'll make money. I am a hoarder. I'm not, I thought that's a whore. I thought that's a, He's I am, a TV I, episode hoarder. I am it's a hoarder. True. Um, Can't throw it out. I watch it. They make their money off syndication. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of, you know, you think of TBS and you think of the major networks, you know, when you think of syndication, you don't think of channel 292 because who's the boss is on five hours a day. So right. I'm going back and I'm taping old shows I used to watch when I was a kid. So I'm taping who's the boss. I'm taping family ties. I'm taping early edition. I'm taping quantum leap. I'm taping oh, yeah. sliders. I'm taping all of these, all of these shows. And it's interesting because I'm watching them and I'm like, you really don't see shows like that anymore but maybe that would be well no i think having a show about a male housekeeper would be kind of bland in in today's society they would have to sex it up no he would he would literally have to be a cross-dresser that's the only way you could get that plot to work now i mean i just wanted to say because scott just mentioned that he's watched some episodes of actor studio on youtube my favorite 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 one is well that's probably a toss-up um there's one with Mike Myers, mm-hmm. um, the Saturday Night Live and like Wayne's World Mike Myers that is hilarious because 
at the end of his interview, they he wants to talk to the characters that Mike Myers has created over the years, and that is hilarious. The other really, really funny episode is the Simpsons cast. Yes. And I don't even really watch the Simpsons that much, but when you have like that group of people together and talking to people in their characters, it's it's so funny. I'd really recommend watching those two if they're on YouTube. Those are my favorites. <laughs> I'd like to thank Ray for naming the episode Ryan is a hoarder with a W. Yes. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm even thinking about this. I'm thinking like I taped several TV shows this last season that got canceled. I, I taped Go On. I taped uh, The New Normal. I taped uh, Malibu Country. Oh, County, God, County. all these shows you made me watch. Which all got canceled. Um, I dumped everything. I kept Go On because I, I, I thought that one looked interesting. But the thing is, most people – like if a show is going to get canceled, they won't watch it. Or if a show doesn't, you know, do well commercially, they won't watch it. I mean, my thought is shows don't need to go 150 episodes to be no. worth it, right? You know, to be or to be successful. Look at Awake. Awake went 13 episodes. It's a great show, and I still recommend anyone who has a free weekend well, to, to watch. You it. have to think mm. about too the fact that most people don't have the setup that you have, right. where but right. DVDs you know, you, are available. They right, have Netflix. I know, can, but. You know, the kind of the days of think back. Think back when we didn't really have DVRs or whatever. Oh, if yeah. you really wanted, if you were really into a show, and you had to be home, to you watch had it. to be home to watch it, which was kind of nice because it could be like your thing every week that you look forward to. It's like, oh, it's cool. It's Thursday. I get to watch Big Bang Theory, and you look forward to it. But now, like. When you can record it, watch it later. I mean, well, ratings nowadays are very different well, no, than no, what they would be. No, well, yeah, I was just about to say, ratings are exactly the same as they always used to be. The problem is they, they judge who watches a show either that day or in the hours immediately following it. No mm. one no one does that now. No. There was a thing anymore. on today. Um, got, I'm screwing up my, um, my soap operas here. Two soap operas got canceled. Guiding the Light and All My Children. I have no idea if those are the ones I'm thinking of. Two soap operas got canceled. Soap operas are on every day, weekday. And um, they renewed these shows as a internet-only series. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea if this is a spin or not, but they reduced the order from like 180 episodes to 110. It's going to be on three days a week instead of five or whatever. And I, it could be because no one's watching it. I have no idea. But what the producers came out and said was the problem we're having is – People, if if these are on in the day, people watch them or they miss mm. them and they move on. If if you have to find time to sit down at your computer and watch this, you're going to do it on a Saturday morning. Mm. We can't be asking people to 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 DVR five hours a week. They're never going to be able to catch up. Right. Like if you give people one hour a week, they they have difficulty watching mm-hmm. it. The problem right. now is I I used to watch two or three shows. Right. I, I like at a time, and I would flip through and watch them and whatnot. Now I can watch twelve shows. An episode here, an episode there. Save that one for next year, and I can just stockpile everything. So it's it's completely changed how television works. But right. it does make me sad a little bit to look back at old shows from the '90s and the '80s, and now you'd never see something like that again. So it's like, well, but that's how it is. And I mean, yeah. it's not to say that a lot of the shows that aren't out now are aren't good. I mean, a lot of them are fabulous. I think TV is much better, is much better, and much stronger now than it was. I mean, think about this. We needed Star Trek to happen so that we could have Big Bang Theory, which relies on right. Star Trek. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sa- there was definitely, I think in the late 90s, early 2000s, was definitely like the low point of television for a while because they, they, they realized they could do it cheaply. 
without mm. having to pay writers and you can just have crap on TV because it will bring in an audience. Then they realize that's not going to work, you know, luckily. Right. Yeah. So, finally. um, yeah, finally. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Some Mork and Mindy I'm taping. I'm, ta- I'm taping old shows. It's that's fun. fun sometimes I'm, I love well, you, Mork and Mindy and who's the boss. I think I saw Mork and Mindy on its first run. Do you know, I was watching Mork and Mindy when it was on, um, Nick at night or whatever it was at the time. And this is before Wikipedia, before the internet and stuff. And it got to like the, I think they had on like, I think it was like Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays or whatever. And they got to the end of the show and the, there's a three part ending. It was a, I think it was filmed as a season finale, but it aired as a series finale. And it was very, very dramatic. And I remember sitting around like on Monday night into Tuesday going, does anyone know how Morgan Mindy ends? I can't wait. I have to know. Are they going to, and like, cause that was like 11 or whatever, but it, it, it was really interesting. So it's funny now to like look back, like I could just look it up on Wikipedia now. Right. But it, it, to, to, to be so disconnected and not know, um, I'm sorry, I'm reading what Ray's saying here, and she's just <laughs> real wives of douchebags. Oh my god, it's hilarious! <laughs> but yeah, so I'm very happy with with the quality of shows that seem to be coming out next season, and I'm thinking that 90 percent of them will probably be canceled um, yeah. tomorrow. People, I th- uh, you know what it is. I look for shows that remind me of stuff I liked when I was a kid. Tomorrow, people was the 70s British series yeah, that British. was brought back in the 90s on Nickelodeon. Okay, um, and and it's coming back on the CW next year. And it's basically about uh, children who have um, superhuman abilities. They are the tomorrow people. And you mean uh, like X-Men? Similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah similar. Well, it's the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, I never watched the original series. I actually have the first season of it I bought on like eBay for like 85 cents. Yeah. They're bringing that back. as uh, so much stuff. <gasps> the monkeys. So- Ray just brought up the monkeys. I have the those monkeys. box sets. Yes. That is like one of my favorite guilty pleasures. Like I'll, you can just throw on like a handful of those. They're just so much fun to watch. Oh my god! Speaking the of the credits of that show, were fabulous. Danielle, I posted mm-hmm. this somewhere to remind me to talk about it. I listened to the Judge John Hodgman podcast, and today, and after they do the main part of the podcast where he does the ruling, they clear the docket, and people write in, and they have to, and he just randomly, you know rules in somebody's favor and the question Mm -hmm. today was these people wrote in and they said our 18 year old daughter received the first season of Downton Abbey as a Christmas present from their grandparents but our daughter only watches one thing Gilmore Girls she starts it they started the first season she watches all the way through to the end and then she starts it over again and that's the only show she watches and she just watches it over and over yeah. and over again. Wow. And, um, she, and they're familiar. trying to get, you know, her to watch Downton Abbey. She hasn't even taken it out of the cellophane, they said. And oh, my God. They were talking about, you know, how crazy it is. And, and you know, it's if you watch it once or twice, then that's one thing. But over and over again, it just makes Yeah. I mean, I don't, like, have it on a sure. constant shuffle. I mean. Right. Uh, yeah. It's like every now and then I'll just... You know what it is? Some shows for me are, they're familiar to the point where it's sort of like comforting. Mm -hmm. So you have a bad day or whatever. You have a stressful day at work. I'm like, you know, I just want to hang out in Stars Hollow for an hour. So I'll put on like my favorite episode of Gilmore Girls or something. And 
it's just good stress relief. You know, it's just kind of like, let me just escape into that little perfect world that they have there. Um, but then inevitably one episode turns into about 50 because I'll just keep watching them just, from whatever point I've picked up. And, and then I'll, um, <sighs> that's how my rewatches start. How do you watch Christopher episodes? I know. But anyway, do you know um, what I do? What? I put on before. <laughs> <laughs> when i'm at that point i put on special episode yeah. four or six well it's like an, I, yeah i mean i guess i'd have to say that gilmore girls is that show for me mm-hmm. that's pretty much or frazier kind of vicar of dibley um yeah the last couple weeks i've been rewatching vicar of dibley no, so, you, show is so awesome. you watch vicar of dibley no i only know of it through you oh really? you should watch oh, it so it is such it. a good show mom, she gets to netflix it Oh, you would it's love it. Excellent. Yeah, the thing that I was just about to say is Vicar of Dibley, and especially with with British shows, Vicar of Dibley went on the air in 1994, and it did I think I believe six episodes, and they came back, and I think did next year they did six more episodes, and the next year they may have done six more. Then they did a couple of um, special features over the years. They came back in 2004, I think, and did another couple of episodes, and then they came back in 2007. Did another couple of episodes and then they came back actually. So it's kind of like Doc Martin. Similar. Um, so if you look at it, I think I'd be surprised if there's more than 30 episodes of the show. There's some of the, not, no, some of the episodes are only 15 minutes long because mm-hmm. they do in, um, in England, they do, um, comic relief. Right. Um, Doctor Who has done some of them too, where they'll film a 15 episode thing for charity. And like they just recently came back. Um, it's, it's in the plot of it is it's a small, inbred town in England somewhere. And Dibley. the cast of characters is um, Barty Crouch Sr. Remember the priest from right. Goblet of Fire? He is... Well, it turns out he's actually funny he's, when he's meaning to be funny. He is um, a very gruff farmer mm-hmm. who is who loves always his animals. covered in blood. He loves his animals like Al Aberforth Dumbledore loves his goats. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Oh, goody. And he he's like, I haven't, you know... Changed my underwear since they came out with decimal currency. And like, he's one of the, he's, he's he has like, oh my God, I was watching the one today where he was like, it's like, oh, but no, my cows can't talk, which is a bloody, what does he say? He's like, it's a bloody blessing in one way. (laughs) What would they say? It's like, how's your day? Oh, it's good standing in a field. What about you? Oh, nothing much standing in a field. Like he's just, he's very like, like, basically you have the, the vicar is 90 years old. He dies. So they bring in um, Don French, who is this very buxom, you know, young woman who is the new vicar and the head of the town council, who's this stick in the mud conservative yep. guy, doesn't want a. a he's a know, Tory. Yeah, yeah, he's a Tory. He doesn't want a, you know, like a social experiment in his town with a woman, mm-hmm. a woman reverend and so forth. So you have him on the council. His dim-witted son is on the council. Oh yeah. Um, there's a very horny old woman who is the worst cook in the world who puts like, you know, lemon pledge in her brownies. Yep. Um, you have the most boring man in the world who takes notes. Frank, Frank pickle. pickle. And you have this guy named Jim who has a stutter, who has a stutter, who every time he, he wants to say yes, he's like, no, 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 no. Yes. It's hilarious. <laughs> and they, they actually just did a comic relief thing where um, recently they voted whether to allow women to become bishops in the church of mm-hmm. England. And the vote was, it, it was a no vote. And what they did was they reworked it so that the town of Dibley voted and um, Frank had to deliver their votes. And apparently it, it was, it was 
um, winning by five votes before Frank walked in, and everyone, <laughs> everyone, he had, he had, he had, he had seven yes votes, and it's still winning by five. So it's the win by twelve, and they're like, Mr. Pick, um, Jim, how how does the town of Dibley vote? He's like, no, 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 yes. So it's like seven <laughs> no votes and one yes vote. Now women can't be bishops, and it's like because of this idiot. It's a very funny show. Very did- funny. And actually, one thing that's interesting about it that I didn't realize until I watched the special features is that it probably, you know, it was probably pretty controversial when it first came out because it came out at the time when the Church of England had just started allowing women vicars. Mm-hmm. It was brand new. A lot of people didn't agree with it, apparently. So the fact that they started this comedy series about it was pretty much putting it in your face like, well, this is how it is now. Deal with it. And they made mm-hmm. it funny and they made it, you know what it is? It's really funny, but there are a lot of episodes that are really touching. There's one where I ball my eyes out every time That's I funny. watch it. Uh, the poverty one. Yes. That one's just, it's so moving, but it's really good. I'd really recommend it to anybody, especially you, Sue. I think you'd love it. Yeah, you definitely would because we were talking about our characters and um, I don't know how we go- but Bob doesn't have an RPG character because he's the Howard Wallowitz of our group. He's but, our dungeon but Jen, master. Jen is somehow <laughs> – I, I have no idea. But Jen is Amy Pond or she's um, – Yeah. It's Amy um, um, the, 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 Karen uh, Gillen. Karen Gillen. You are Clara mm-hmm. who is – I can't um, think of – oh, it's something um, – Jenna Louise. Jenna something? Louise Coleman. Um, I am the late um, Nigel Hawthorne. Um, mm. from, from Yes, Prime Minister. And, uh, Sue is Don French. So I don't know how else to put this, but, um, my fellow Pafuanians, uh, Sue is the vicar of Dibley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh dear. So, yes. It's so, it's the just drunk, awesome. Up the drunk scene that you cut down for me right here. The, the vicar of Dibley, we, we, yes, that's why I'm right. Binge drinking. Our vicar has had a rather wonderful idea of showing us just how terrible it is. Who are you? I haven't told anyone about your boob job. And you? You think no one's noticed that you've got a massive egg for a head? <laughs> Crack on! A child was born, and his name was Jeremy. He loved all of us. And he had a nice fluffy beard. And three. Two, one, Thunderbirds all go! That was, that was actually very true because uh, I did do that once where um, she was drunk off her ass. Scott, I can yeah, tell here, is a I, fan of yes, her. Yes, he Because is. you meet Jim's wife at one episode and she's like, yes, 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 yes. No. Yeah, she stutters <laughs> the exact opposite of him. It's, it's, it's great. Very, but- well, and I just watched the one where it was Easter. The Easter Bunny is the name of the episode. And they all have to give up something for Lent. And Jim gives up his stuttering. So it's clearly this voluntary thing that he can stop. So um, the vicar's <laughs> trying to get him to stutter because she's taking a collection for anyone that breaks Lent or whatever um, so that they can raise money for something for the church. And she's like, oh, Jim, don't you have anything to say? He's like, nope. <laughs> she's like, don't you mean no, 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 no. He's like, nope. I mean, nope. <laughs> it's like Joe Biden, it's right? So I'm funny. Stop but if you think about this, if you have a TV show that goes 29 episodes in the United States, that's called canceled in its second season, failure, never to be heard from again. Well, apparently in England, that's a good. I episode. just like I kind of like how the Brits do some of their series where it's like six episodes. You know, good. you know that's good. That's good enough. Six quality episodes that you can rewatch over and over because yep. they're just so good. Yeah. 
Because you don't have to have the one where, you know, Geraldine runs out of tampons. Exactly. And must run, you, They're all just hilarious. So, I mean, that one's, that show's definitely excellent. Um, now, Ray was talking about Dark Shadows. Yes. Can, oh, my would goodness. Would you like to share? So, when I was probably 14, 15, around that area, like, I spent a summer um a lot of time with my grandmother who's she's passed away about 10 years ago now but um for that summer we spent a lot of time together and my one of my grandmother's favorite shows was dark shadows um she watched it all the time it, it was on sci-fi at the time i remember i think they played like back-to-back episodes so it was on at like let's say between 10 and 11 in the morning so whenever i'd go over to her house she'd put it on and I just started watching it and oddly enough, like just got really into it. And, um, it's interesting. The thing about dark shadows that if you're going to watch it is apparently the budget was quite low. So they pretty much tried to do things in one take. So if there's like a mistake or if someone gets the line wrong, it's in there. Like, so it's kind of bizarre in that respect. But if you're into kind of like the occult and, you know, kind of vampire-ish stuff, but not like too much, it's, it's pretty good. Like, so I mean, it, it was one? considered a soap opera. Is it the 66 opera. or the yeah. Is the 66 No, one? the 66 one. Well, that's yeah. the th- same thing that happened in like old Doctor Who. And it's why some fans of the new stuff can't get into the old stuff. It's filmed like a play. And there's just a guy running around with a camera filming it. Mm-hmm. And like they had to refilm the pilot because like someone apparently like knocked over like half the set and they kept going yeah. because right. like that's what they. Well, and I think it, if I'm remembering this right, I, I could be wrong. I don't know, but I, m- I remember my grandmother would tell me about the show and like one of the actresses, she plays a doctor. She's really not very good. Like she's not a very good actress and she always messes up her lines. Grace and but I guess she, plays Dr. Yes. Julia Hoffman. Yes, that's her. But I guess her husband had something to do with the show. I think he was like a producer oh, or nice. something. Uh-huh. So she was on it, but um, she's pretty funny because she always messes up. Now this is interesting. We're getting a transmission from Bob. Bob <laughs> yeah, is I'm supposed to in. talk more. Well, no, not that. Bob is weighing in to say women and clergy isn't common. Well, because we were talking about vicars and bishops. Well, we are talking, but I'm curious because now that I know Bob is out there, I know that um, we are talking about the Church of England. So I'm not sure mm. if there's a differentiation the between Anglican the church, church. The Anglican Church. Yeah, he, he posted fu- that right after we were talking about that. That's no, I'm, cur- I'm curious. I'm, I'm well, curious because the Anglican the American Church, Church versus the Anglicans, they have their own rules. Remember, right. because they had to change the rules for Henry VIII. There is so an amusing episode of the Vicar of Dibley where Jim or one of the other inbred characters says, "Why don't we write to the Pope?" And they're looking at him. We're, we're not Catholics, Jim. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what? When did that happen? <laughs> it's like 1583. Did you, ever, did you ever see the one where they they? think margaret thatcher is still prime yes. minister they want to write to the prime minister That's about really poverty funny. but they don't know whether the rights to tony blair or margaret thatcher because she might still be around mm-hmm. um, they have to do that yeah but um it's a bob it's it's nice to know the bob isn't it comforting to know the bob is still there Just bob, is, bear is, bob here. is listening to us that's yes very bob nice i've t- do you know i've taken to calling him bobo that's He's weird gonna love around him. the house that's bobo. weird just around just around the house <laughs> he's grinding his teeth i can hear him yeah hold on bob is typing 
Oh, nice. Bob is still typing. He's going to yell at you. He's still Bob, enter Bob. Hit enter. Danielle, while Ryan's having a side conversation with Bob, Scott wants to know how the Johnny Depp movie compares to Dark Shadows. I didn't. Oh, you know, I didn't even see it yet. Um, I I have it, yeah. You own it. You need to watch that. I was really kind of mad at myself because I, I had originally planned to go see the Dark Shadows movie in the theater, like, when it came out. And I was going to actually go by myself and just consider it like in memory of my grandmother, but I never ended up going. Um, but I still really, no, I still really want to see the movie because it just looked so funny. But to me, Johnny Depp can't really go wrong. That's true. No, Johnny Depp's awesome. And I love Johnny Depp in the new, in the, the newer version they did of um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So I think he's good at playing those offbeat characters. Yeah. Bob was apparently not typing. That was apparently Skype. So I'm screaming oh, Bob's okay. name for no reason. That was something. So one so, of the other, th- there were two other ones that I looked at the video, the uh-huh. trailers for. One is called We Are Men, which okay. has um, Tony Shalhoub and Jerry O'Connell Tony in it. Shalhoub. Probably will be funny. It didn't interest me at all. They're four men that are in a, the transition of life where they've all been going through a divorce or one guy got uh, uh, jilted at the altar and they're living in this uh, apartment complex and, you know, they've taken this new guy under their wing and they're going to show him how to date again and stuff like that. And it wasn't something that I would like, but I like those two actors. So it's something I love Tony Shalhoub. Who is Tony Shalhoub? Monk. Monk. Oh, but he's also um, on. I love him in Wings. Yes. He's awesome in Wings. Wings. I I taped. There's one to tape. Wings. That was sort of that was sort of my comfort show when I was living in New York. Whenever I would get homesick or I would miss my friends. Like, I don't know. Wings would make me feel better. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure why. Maybe because it was about Nantucket. It was about Massachusetts. I don't know. Yeah. It made me feel better. The other one is called The Millers. I saw... You haven't heard of it. Did you see preview. that one? I think this no, is... No, I didn't watch it. I saw the preview was there, but I didn't watch it. Let me let me make sure this is it. No, this isn't it. The, <laughs> the one that I saw, it stars Bill Bridges. Mm-hmm. Ah. He's the guest. He, he, he's not the star, but he's one of them. And it's basically this man and woman, Bo Bridges' son, break up. And his parents come and he has to explain to them that they're, they've broken up. And he's very happy. And so the father basically says, you're happy. I want to be happy. I want a divorce. And they have this mm. huge thing. And there's a very long discussion about masturbation in the trailer that was actually quite <laughs> oh funny. God. Because the boy was going, um, son in the room. Don't want to hear this. More information than I, I want. Th- I don't, I don't think I've thing. ever heard Sue say masturbation before. Yeah, and I can see. I don't think I have. Right. It's okay. No, she's, I, I'm 48. Uh, I'm allowed to say these words. It's all happening <laughs> over here. But I, I did um, think that two of the trailers that I saw were uh, talked quite a bit about masturbation, which I thought was very interesting because I can remember a time when those words were not allowed on TV. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I am that old. <laughs> well, we were laughing because we were watching Top Gear that we had, I think it was the one we had taped off of BBC, 
America, right? Yeah. And they were saying shit. Yeah, I, didn't real, I didn't realize that, like, that wasn't bleeped out anymore. I'll never forget the first time I ever heard swearing on network TV was the ER episode where but Mark that was, Green like, a died. big deal. That they was made, a big like, deal. They made, like, an exception for I think they ended, yeah. say shit. Well, they did. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, David Ortiz can get away with it. Okay. Um, wow. Bob says he had... I have something, but I have no idea what he's responding to. I'm wondering if Bob is three minutes behind us. I think he is. Bob, context! So, <laughs> took care of Bob there. So, I mean, what should these shows that we... Oh, wait, did you do the Millers? Do we know what the Millers is? Well, actually, I, what I just discovered is that the I was looking at the wrong IMDb thing. Ah. So, it's not coming up on IMDb. Oh, okay. So that's why well, I, I don't think that. But anyhow, well this guy's Millers. mother ends up moving in with him and kind mm-hmm. of putting a crimp in his dating style. But it looks like she also becomes like the life of the party. <laughs> so uh, I'm just actually thinking through the list of shows. I mean, we've got to get the Millers. We've got moms. We got the mom show with Allison Janney. We've got there's another one called Dads. I mean, what networks are doing, and this is kind of. I don't know if this is necessarily a good thing. What they seem to be doing is they're ordering a ton of shows. And if one doesn't pick up, bam, it's gone. Replace it with mm. something else. Yeah. So I'm wondering how much they're going to... Like, I know they ordered 22 episodes of Michael J. Fox's show. Well, they're probably assuming it's going to do well because it's Michael J. Fox. Right. Well, yeah. But how is Michael J. Fox all the networks, do? like, fight over him? Here that, well, here. here's the thing. A lot of the shows they fight over don't do tremendously well. Like, Person of Interest, they all fought over. It does okay. Um, Elementary, I believe, they fought over. Not doing too well. I mean, a lot a lot of shows are limping along. They fought, I think there was a fight over Revolution at one point. But, not, I don't know. It. The thing is, like, it's Michael J. Fox. Everyone was sad when he left mm-hmm. TV. Oh, I think it will get tremendous. I, think I, I, just, episode, I just think because it's him. The first you know, episode is going to get a killer rating. Yeah. But the thing then with, we'll see. The thing with shows now is this isn't 1985. Shows, if you don't hook an audience, they're not going to come back. And specifically, they're not going to come back the night it airs. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to wa- they're going to DVR it and watch it later, and that doesn't count, so right. they don't get the. Re- so I mean, that's so. Th- w- then you have a bunch of shows getting very very low numbers. So you have to build an audience, you have to do it quickly, and you have to hang on to them. Like some show, like Chuck, like Fringe, like Parks and Recreation, like Community, they got an audience, and the audience is very vocal and very excited because it was a very high quality show. Right. So. This will be interesting because a lot of these shows look good. A lot of them are going to go two episodes. Right. I mean, yeah. so, and, and it's tough to predict which ones will be, so we'll just have to tape all of them and so yeah. keep going. Colin so. wants to know if we've seen the trailer for, I think it's Pram Face. It, it doesn't say has, it says gas. Guess anyone seen the trailers for Pram Face? I'm assuming he's typing on his phone. Um, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it either, and I'm a little worried that maybe the phone corrected that one as well. <laughs> He's sitting there, not calling. Try it I'm again. Waiting, I'm waiting for him to say, "Not pram face, pram face." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Nick and then his. finally, "Not pram face, pram face" <laughs> in all caps. <laughs> I do enjoy a good autocorrect fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, I mean, so <laughs> I actually experienced that this the other night. Which I don't usually experience because I don't do a lot with the Kindle Fire for sending things. But um, somebody told me I needed to watch 
nerd nerd poker and i read it as nude poker and i said why uh -huh. do i want to watch nude poker but when i sent it back the autocorrect kept making nude into jude with a j that's so weird i was very confused autocorrect is weird sometimes like I'll use the right word and it changes it anyway. I'm like, okay. That's my mother telling their date meow. I mean, it happens. Meow. It's just, it's, it's, just, it's very awkward. Okay. So, yeah, so I, th I always feel like on some of these episodes we default back to film and movies. And I just think that's kind of where we come from. I don't think we would be right. into Harry Potter fan fiction if we weren't big film buffs and movie buffs and TV show buffs. So. I think we're going to fall back here a lot. Speaking of that, I just thought of this. You know the other shows that we would watch after we watched Dark Shadows with mm -hmm. my grandmother? We'd put on Comedy Central. Do you remember Beat the Geeks? Very vaguely, There was yeah. the TV geek, the movie geek, and the music geek. What a great concept for a show. Yeah. Like, they would, you know, you challenge this particular geek, and they'd ask a series of, like, either movie questions or whatever, and... Of course, the geek would always get the answer. and Of course. You never watched that? I don't think I ever watched that. Mm. All right, Colin has responded that actually was Pram Face, um, which is, a, I'm assuming it's a Hulu Plus original about a teen mom. Yeah. Which I, I, I haven't seen. Nope. Um, I haven't seen that one. Nope. But we don't really, well, well we're I don't have Hulu, Hulu Plus. very much. Is it, so. Colin, is it Hulu Plus or is it just um, regular Hulu? So, um, <laughs> Amazon, some of their shows look pretty. <laughs> Ray, yeah. no, we're, we're not yeah. supporting or beating up the geeks. That's not good. No, no, no. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> well, and I hate to say it, but they got like these really geeky looking geeks, which sounds bad. Um, but they were obnoxious. The geeks would like taunt you and they'd be like, oh, you want to challenge me? You don't know as much about movies as I do. And like, I think that has to be planned. Really, Who talks like it that? It was really funny. Oh, is it on regular Hulu? Bob says it's on regular Hulu. I, Bob is very helpful in the audience. He is very yeah, helpful. He really is. And I, I, I typed what oh. he said. The other show was, do you remember Win Ben Stein's Money? Yes. That show was How much money funny. does Ben Stein have? I don't know. What did Ben Stein do to make his money? I thought he worked for the government. He worked for Richard Nixon, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know. Apparently his money and he's giving it away. Well, we've been talking, he about, was. We've been talking about Nixon all week. Well, the Fox thing News is, I don't think you could win that much. You could only win probably a couple thousand. So you could you could win our money. Yeah. But I don't want to give it away. You know what? You, <laughs> you need a farmer's sink. Yeah. Home renovations are fun. <laughs> House of Cards is also on my list. Um what was the um, uh, Alpha House from Amazon? That pilot was pretty good with John Goodman. Yeah. That was probably a little similar. Um, you know what it is? There's so, that, that's the problem right now. There's so many good TV shows coming out that you watch five of them and three of them look good. You dump the other two, and the other two could be great shows, but right. they didn't have a great pilot, but they never get the chance. So tonight was fun going over some of the new stuff, which unfortunately all of which I am taping. Um, <laughs> I told if you're looking for some... Mom about yeah, him and... And she's like, why are you doing this? You don't watch TV shows. I said, I might watch Sleepy Hollows. I, I might like that one. But I don't watch TV. NCIS. That's my one and only. There was going to be an NCIS um, sequel, but they squashed it. Because apparently that was just... Well, they've got the NCIS my, uh, LA or something. No, that's not right. Wait a that's minute. Wait right. a minute. Wait a minute. Call... Colin is telling me that Pramface is British TV. You couldn't figure that out from the name Pramface? Apparently not. Do you know what a pram is? I do. Yes, but I didn't realize that was a British No one thing. in the U.S. uses the word pram. We have cats. How would I know that? 
Okay. You don't take your well, cats out in the walk. pram? You're not a good cat I owner do. if you don't take them out I in the pram. I have to push the pram Wait. along. <laughs> don't you remember that line? Yes, I didn't know it was just their thing. I thought we could no. have prams too. Who else says pram? Thank you. No one else says pram. I, I, I never have to. How often do I say stroller? We say stroller, stroller, not pram. But I never say stroller because I don't have kids. How often do I say stroller? How often do... Mm. I don't say jockstrap very often either. I mean, (laughs) I know we have them. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why... (laughs) <laughs> oh, <see? laughs> to push the well done, Scott. <laughs> All right, that's what i always think of all right so shows that i think you should watch if you're looking for something to watch and you have what are the other shows we've been pushing i'm, I'm going to continue to push as um who calls it my my friend my good friend valerie wife of guy with with glass eye calls it the um 50 first dates rip off watch uh remember sunday if you can find it Watch Veep with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. That's a good show I need to catch up on. It has the great line, You don't remember me, but I am your grandpa. you got to watch it just for that line alone. Um, House of Cards, apparently going to watch. Life Unexpected, I just got the DVDs in the mail today. By the way, I got the DVDs in the mail today in case you wanted to watch that. And uh, I have to watch How I Met Your Mother because I hear we're going to meet the mother. Finally? I have too much to watch. Apparently, we may have Buggy. Okay, what Ray is pointing out here is something which I, uh, when you go to the grocery store, the thing with wheels made of metal that you put your food in. Sue, what's it called? It's a shopping cart. Yeah. Do you call it the carriage? Do you remember the, the day? Cart? Do you remember the day we asked Jen what they called it? Buggy. 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 What does Ray call it? <laughs> Buggy. Buggy. So this is just, uh, apparently it's <laughs> that sounds. Hold on, Bob wants to talk about something. I know this because his caps just went off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Shopping cars. Shopping cart. Bob wants to talk about shopping. Well, Bob, Bob, do you want to come on the line? On the line. We have one minute left. Bob, we have. You work here. <laughs> it's okay. Ray, we have Ray to, we says have to call she it calls it a cart. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother. I well, I I I have I've watched episode three, Bob. Next time. Okay, we'll so apparently we're, we're talking is- about shopping carts. Next episode, bring your pencils. We'll learn how to say it. Bob's telling us to get off the show. What, are we going to Wolf Blitzer? Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to end the podcast, but we're going to stay in the line for a few minutes because apparently you were all two minutes behind me. So when I end the show too soon, it just kind of drops off and it's aggravating people. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to end the show here. Um, I'm not sure if, if um, Bob was here in the beginning to hear Danielle's Bob impression, but Danielle, perhaps you'd like to get us out of here. Oh, I don't know. Now I'm kind of tired. I think you can pull it off, dear. What should I say? I, I don't know. That's it's, it's your job. Here, here's the microphone. There you go. Mm, I don't know what to say. How does Bob usually end the show? Does he just say thanks for listening? <laughs> he's, he's, you got to help me out here, people. What? He's saying Sorry, you, you Bob. don't tell people that. Sorry, what, what, Bob. What, what was I not supposed to tell people? I have no idea. Is someone pregnant and I let it out? What happened? Bob! All right. And on that note, I think we're going to end this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. I'd like to thank you all for joining us on our evening talk show and i hope you all have a great week family of podcasts i've been danielle (laughs) i've I've been ryan i've been sue and 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 have a good night everybody night cue theme music
right, Bob. Okay, Ray wants to pop. Bob, Bob, get in here. Bob. I think I scared him away. He's head desking. Oh no. He he's screaming about shopping carts. Because people want to know if he's pregnant. He just he's yelling, and I am Bob. I think Bob's drunk. Well, he's signing out as well, and he's Bob. Nope, you're not pregnant. Shall I tell the chat that Bob is is not pregnant? This is this is just very interesting. I feel like I'm learning a lot. Bob is, Bob is, Bob is not. Okay. Hold on. Now that the show is over, Bob wants in. Hold on. Calling Bob. Uh, and Ryan, I'm going to attempt to send you a photo on your uh-huh. Skype thing. Tell me if you can open it. Hold on. First, I have to figure out which Bob to include in the call oh, because yeah. there's like Find 17. Bob. Bob. Never mind. Hold he on. has to go. He said, never mind. What? I'm calling him. <laughs> he, said- he doesn't want in anymore. <laughs> well, he said, never mind. He had to go. See, he's busy. He doesn't want to talk to us. Bob hung up on me. Bob said, what a tease. He is a tease. Bob is a tease. Oh, my goodness. Don't call me. Bob, Bob, don't call me. (laughs) (sighs) You know what what my problem was? When I called Bob, I didn't get noticed 30 minutes before that it was going ahead. Right. That's what happened. And I I got all excited. PFW does go into syndication. I really should just play a PFW episode right now. And scene. All right. So we are we are point of view weekly and uh, this is the end of the scene. And um, if you're not caught up to us yet, this is going to end abruptly. And there's nothing I can do about that because this is just a self-fulfilling prophecy. So have a good night, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.